Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to thepetecalendarshow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. Um, all right, let's take a look a little bit, uh, well, not a little bit, a very local look here now at uh, Charlotte-Mecklenburg schools. We have an election. It's going on right now. I still haven't early voted. I got to go early vote. Um, early voting underway. These are just, you know, municipal races. Uh, so very few races. And if you're a Republican in, you know, Charlotte, even fewer races. If Like, I live in unincorporated Mecklenburg County, and so I don't even get to vote in the city council races, even though they get to control the zoning decisions for me. It's so weird. It's almost like I'm taxed without representation, which seems bad, but whatever. Uh, I don't even have that to vote for, so I all I think I get to vote for now is the uh, for or against the school bonds. That's all I get. Um, well, and the, well, that's true. The Charlotte-Mecklenburg school board race the at-large race. And there are two seats that are opening up because the Charlotte-Mecklenburg School Board Chair, Elise Dashu, representing the District of Jupiter, um, and, uh, oh, I'm sorry, not Neptune, my bad. Um, also, at-large representative Jennifer De La Hara, she is, uh, she's not running again for re-election, um, which I don't know what, Queen City Nerve is going to be able to do now, but um, she appears to be their source for like everything education related, but uh, they're not running for re-election. So there are a couple of open seats and there are 14 candidates. Queen City Nerve, which is the leftist rag run by the uh, uh, team baby beheading rapist uh, supporters. Um, these This was the remnants of creative loafing when that got shut down. Uh However many years ago that was, I was not here in town when it happened. I suspect it's because it was, you know, trash, but whatever. They uh, they they uh, organized themselves into this uh, online publication. I don't know if they do a print copy, a dead tree copy. I think that would be at odds with their uh, with their ethos, right? That is weird. Why would leftists create a newspaper publication and use dead trees? Oh, I know, I know. I'm just, sorry, just working it through and I was trying to apply a consistent principle and that was my first mistake because, you know, leftists. Anyway, upcoming departures of CMS board chair Elise Dashu and an at-large representative Jennifer De La Hara. Uh, there are 14 candidates registered to run for the three available seats, writes Annie Kioff or Kioff, K-E-O-U-G-H. Kioff? Anyway, um, she's uh, she writes that there is a unity slate. You all know what that means, right? Beware the unity slate. A trio of candidates who have claimed Democratic or unaffiliated backgrounds, but are now facing questions about their apparent Republican support. See, I told you. Unity! 
love this idea that they, quote, claim democratic or unaffiliated backgrounds, that they claim to have those backgrounds. Like you realize there's a website you can go to and you can uh, type their names in to the Board of Elections and, and you can, right, you can find out if they've been voting in Democrat primaries. You can find that out. You can find out when people change registrations and stuff that it's not. It's the, these are not these are not top secret details. It's not they're claiming Democratic and unaffiliated backgrounds. They have them. But Carolina Forward, a nonpartisan, nonprofit policy organization in North Carolina, also, by the way, I would add, because they don't tell you at QC Nerve, a leftist organization. Carolina Forward raised red flags early in October when they claimed that the candidates of the unity slate comprised of Annette Albright, Claire Covington, and Reverend Michael Johnson Jr. are hiding their Republican backing. Remember, um, the Board of Ed is a, quote, nonpartisan race. So if you're running in a nonpartisan race, it makes sense to try to get voters from any party, any party, or no party. You want as many as possible. It, doesn't, it, it shouldn't matter to you their political affiliation. You just want their vote. Now, I'm not saying you tailor your message to whatever particular audience, you know, but if, if, a, if a Democrat comes up to me as a nonpartisan candidate and they're like, I like what you're doing, I want to support you, I'm not going to say, you know, don't support me. You're a Democrat. I wouldn't say, well, you're a Republican. I don't want your vote. No, I want all the votes. Give me all the votes. And if if both people, Democrat and Republican and unaffiliated for that matter, if they appreciate the work that I'm doing, then I'll be rewarded. I'll win. Uh, I'll win re-election, right? But Carolina Forward, they're trying to smoke out. They're trying to smoke out a Republican. Carolina Forward was the first group to report that all unity candidates listed the same two Republican campaign treasurers. It just gets worse. Oh, my gosh. Joe Patton and Colin McMichael. These are the people listed on the candidacy uh, candidacy filings. And all three have listed the same Raleigh P.O. box that was used by Ted Budd's Senate campaign. All three can't. This is just this is a This is the, these are the camp. These guys are the campaign treasurers for these three. That literally all they do is process the checks and make sure they don't run afoul of campaign finance law. All three candidates also use. Anadot. Oh my gosh. There's no end to it. There's no end. I don't even know what that is. Anadot? What? It's a Republican fundraising platform whose top vendors, according to money tracking research group Open Secrets, include the Lincoln, Pro- Wait, the Lincoln Project. The Lincoln Project is all in for Biden. What are you talking about? The Lincoln Project's been anti-Trump. They've been pro-Biden for the last six years. They're they're running campaign ads against Ron DeSantis, against Trump. They're they're running pro-Biden stuff. What are you talking about? Republican fundraising platform. 
I suspect what they're actually kind of ticked off about here is that they're using a different platform, this fundraising platform. Anadot, which I had not heard of prior to this article, uh, or Anedot, Anedot, A-N-E-D-O-T. Oh, does it spell something backwards? Todina. Todna. No, it doesn't. All right. So the other platforms that you've probably heard of are WinRed. That's the one that's used by Republicans. And then there's ActBlue. That's the one used by Democrats. And what those two organizations do is they siphon money out of the campaign coffers and they put it towards other campaigns. They decide. So when you make a, a $100 donation to Act Blue, they get your information and then they spam you for the rest of your life, right? But all that $100 does not go to the candidate that you gave it to. They take a processing fee, right? Some of it will go to like the national committees and stuff. And then they will target the money where it needs to go, according to them, right? Oh, and then, by the way, they will use your information uh, in order to launder illegal large donations that come in from, like, overseas or uh, that are being donated by people who have already contributed the maximum amount allowable under law. And they'll take, they'll take your information and they'll, they'll funnel this money through your account. So you're not actually making the donation – but it looks like you are. And when people have been identified uh, and then interviewed, uh, several of them in North Carolina, they're like, oh, I never made that kind of, I never made all those donations. I gave like $20, $25 once or twice, not, you know, $30,000 in a year. Like I'm retired on a fixed income. I do not have that kind of money. So I don't know what Anadot is, but it's not win red and it's not act blue. And maybe that's their beef here. Because CMS races are nonpartisan. But some people say, a.k.a. leftists and Jennifer De La Hara, who is basically the only source for comment in this lengthy piece at Queen City Nerve. We'll go into more of the details here from this uh, article, as well as the response uh, from one of the uh, one of the people that uh, that they've identified here, Annette Albright. Here's an email from Stan. Hi, Pete. Hang on a second. The okay, yeah. Hi, Pete. Uh, for the last few minutes, all you've done is spew your logic all over the airwaves. I say yours because we all have our own logic now. How do you feel doing that? Hmm. I'd like to know if you have any leftist friends and how those conversations go. Um, I do. I do have, uh, well, I would say I have liberal friends. Uh, I don't have, at least not that I know of, uh, leftist friends. Uh, But who knows? Who knows? I've not been able to engage with them uh, recently about team baby beheading rapists, so I'm not sure. But um, I have no doubt there are some of my uh, friends and acquaintances that, that probably have have these types of things. I don't, I don't go to their social media profiles and I just like, I'm drinking from a fire hose of information and I have so little time. If I like a Facebook post, it's because that's the thing that popped up first on my feed. I saw it before I moved over to do something else. You know, I I just, I don't spend a lot of time on that platform. I'm, I'm answering emails and I'm doing tweets and I'm 
reading articles. So, yeah, when I go out and I talk with people, though, generally speaking, um, I do all right. Yeah, I do all right in my uh, discussions with people with whom I disagree. I can, Look, I, I can disagree with people about all sorts of stuff. Now, if they, you know, but I don't generally hang out with people that do this, uh, if they make it personal. And I have had to, uh, I have had to block from my life certain people who could not differentiate. They chose to argue with, you know, not Pete, the person that they've known for years. They've wanted to argue with Pete, this projected avatar of uh, right-wing Trumpism that they think I am and they think all these things about me because they just have all this anger at, you know, they, the they's. I don't mean that as like a gender thing or pronoun deal. I'm saying like the they, who's they, you know? And so they just, they, they want me to defend everything that they don't like. And it, it would rarely matter what I would have to say to them. And I've given a couple people um, the, the bright line. I said, look, we, you know, we can proceed down one of two paths. We're at a fork in our relationship. And uh, you can proceed to engage with me like you are engaging or uh, you cannot engage the way you're engaging, and you can engage with me like you used to as a friend. And then if you choose that, awesome. If you choose the other path, it'll make me a little bit sad, but um, I'm going to gut you in public. Like, that's, then, that's how we're going to roll now, right? It, it, when people pick the fight, I'm your huckleberry. I'll do, yeah, <laughs> I could do that too. Oh, it's that's what I mean by if you are going to get into the arena, walk towards the fights, right? And and if if they're gonna if they want that, that's the kind of relationship that they want to have with me now, an antagonistic relationship. Okay, again, part of me said we won't be able to hang out anymore like we used to, because you know if you show yourself to be a, a leftist commie lover, I can't trust you because communists are liars, right? So anyway, that's. I don't know how I got down. There. Oh, because you asked me about conversations I have with lefties. Yeah. But I can have conversations with people that I don't agree with on, on like the political stuff and, and not, not be. So I, I try not to be antagonistic. I try not to be offensive. You know, I don't think I'm an offensive guy. I try. I, I, I just try to approach things rationally, logically. And sometimes people um, are unable to uh, c- comprehend that message gets lost on them. So, um, anyway, back to the, uh, back to this Queen City Nerve, uh, piece on, uh, local Democrats raise questions. We're just as good questions, right? While CMS board races are nonpartisan, leaving political affiliation off the ballot, some progressive-minded folks in Mecklenburg County, that's quite the mouthful, some progressive, you mean, you mean Jennifer Delahara, that's who you mean. You mean the school board member who's not running for re-election and she's got all sorts of trash to throw around against other people that want the seat and she's probably endorsing others that she wants to give a leg up and so she goes into q city uh or qc nerve and they are happy to oblige and give her the the column inches some progressive-minded folks in mecklenburg county believe the portrayal of the unity slate as a left-leaning trio is an attempt by conservative operatives to install like-minded representatives in seats of power in a largely Democratic district. 
Thanks a lot, Israel. Man. Israel did it. That's who's behind it, I'm sure, right? I mean, they're behind everything. It's a plot that local Democrats are especially sensitive to just months after North Carolina Representative Trisha Cotham. Oh, my. These people are paranoid psychotics. Holy cow. So now they see Trisha Cotham in, in every Democrat or anybody unaffiliated or anybody that's not, you know, that's not like, I don't know, from Antifa, right? If you're not marching, if you're not, if you are not throwing a rock through a business during a fiery but mostly peaceful protest, then I guess like you are the next Trisha Cotham. Is that Trisha Cotham? Is that Trisha Cotham? Oh my gosh, I see Trisha Cotham behind every tree. Under every rock, under every bed, behind every door. Oh, my gosh. I think y'all just maybe shouldn't even go out and vote. You can't be too sure. You never know, right? You would never want to vote for somebody that could pull a Trisha Cotham, and anybody, anybody could do it. So just stay home. Better safe than sorry. <laughs> the Unity Messaging expresses its goal to take politics out of education, and while De La Hara, the school board member that is feeding all of the uh, some people say quotes to the uh, Queen City Nerve publication, uh, said education by default is absolutely political for one reason alone. All of our policy and funding decisions are made by politicians. The truth outs itself, doesn't it? So all this time when people have been going down to the school board meetings and raising cane about you proselytizing uh, all sorts of LGBT issues to their, you know, six-year-olds. You're politicizing education. Turns out, all of your defenses was just that was all just bunk, right? This is the thing: when you complain about Republicans setting education policy and even curriculum decisions, that's because the K-12 system is run by the government. So I agree with what she's saying. I've actually been saying it for 20 years. She says, I agree we need to be less polarizing about it, but to act like we want to take politics out signifies that people don't understand what the core function of the job is and why the politics actually matter. Right. Because they are using the government schools to teach kids about what they want those kids to learn so they grow up to be what those politicians want the kids to be. She's admitting this. Annette Albright made headlines in 2016 after a uh, video surfaced of a group of students assaulting the then CMS behavior modification tech at Harding High School. She said she was then let go after filing a workers' comp claim and she sued the district. This is her third attempt at school board. Uh, First-time candidates Claire Covington and Reverend Michael Johnson Jr. running on similar platforms advocating for improved academic outcomes. They all champion implementing disciplinary models to prioritize the fight against school violence. Oh, well, now it makes sense why they're obviously right-wing fascists. I didn't realize. That's okay. That's my mistake. They don't think kids should be beaten up on each other and teachers in school and that they need to take a, a harder line on the violence in the K-12 government schools. So they're obviously right-wingers, right? Because only right-wingers would want to, you know, make schools safe from the, the beatings. I mean, duh. 
Let's see here. What is the other evidence? Uh, Unity's website condemns the current state of CMS, warning that a lack of drastic change will doom students to terrible educational outcomes. Well, okay, again, obviously right-wingers. It's tailored to toe the line of the conservative message, trying not to be obvious about it. Oh, there, there we go. Dog whistle. Right? Again, noting that only the dogs hear the whistle. But it doesn't take much to uncover what's hidden beneath that language is very much conservative views towards things. Well, I'm convinced she has definitely made her case, presented all of this evidence. Look at it all. Just she's yeah, just she thinks something. And so, man, that's true. She said coded conservative language presents a false dichotomy of choice. If CMS unity is for parents' rights, that must mean the opposition is against it. Oh, so your argument is that it's coded conservatism because they're saying we're for parents' rights. Actually, wouldn't saying you're for parents' rights, wouldn't that be the code trying to trick conservatives? Are you sure you were a politician? Are you Because it this doesn't sound very, this does not, well, I guess you could be one, just not a good one, right? Uh, she says all of that ends up being a great distraction from the actual really important work of monitoring student outcomes, which is what the school board does. Well, wait a minute. If it's just monitoring student outcomes, then what does politics have to do with any of this, right? If you're just monitoring student outcomes... Why say that we're all politicians and this is political and if they say they want to take politics out of it and I guess just monitor student outcomes, you say that's code for conservatism or something? This is this is incoherent crap. That's what this is. This, is. this isn't even a well-disguised hit job. That's all this is. Um, and I don't know any of these people. I don't know any of these candidates. I don't know what their stance on any of this stuff is, but I know crap when I smell it. De La Hara warned that Republicans have figured out generally that Democrats are going to win Mecklenburg County at-large elections, so they've concluded the best way to carry forth their conservative message is by running under the unaffiliated or Democrat banner. Yeah, that kind of happens with one-party control. Have you ever heard of a guy named Chris Anglin? Ran for North Carolina Supreme Court, pretending to be a Republican. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, point here is that when you have a county that is controlled by one party, as Mecklenburg largely is now, you're going to get people who run under the Democrat banner or unaffiliated even, particularly in races like school board races where they are nonpartisan and the party affiliation then doesn't matter. Of course, you're going to have people with differing views inside your Democrat party and inside and among unaffiliated. Of course you are. What, what is she espousing here? Right, Some sort of, what, litmus test or only certain Democrats? She's trying to sound the alarm so leftists aren't, aren't tricked by somebody who actually gives them a message that's, a, that's appealing. But, oh, my gosh, it sounds like a conservative message. So, therefore, you shouldn't vote for him? No, it's all based on this Carolina forward hit job. Jordan Lopez works at Carolina Forward as a policy fellow. And Jordan agreed that as long as Republican organizations disguising themselves in nonpartisan races say the right things, they can work their way into a school board seat. One whole seat. 
Think about that. They're they're flipping out that maybe somebody who's not, you know, a leftist, but is still on the left of the political spectrum, that's still a, still a liberal, maybe more of a blue dog Democrat kind of a, a candidate. They're concerned that a person like that might somehow trick people into getting one whole seat out of nine. Reverend Michael Johnson Jr., uh, the only registered Democrat. He's a registered Democrat. He's a registered Democrat, and you say he just claims a background in the Democrat Party? He, he's a registered Democrat. That's not claiming anything. That is. These people are nuts. He refuted Carolina Forward's post. He says, as a first-time candidate, I want to ensure I adhere to all campaign finance laws and regulations. My current treasurer came recommended as his firm has worked on campaigns for Republicans and Democrats throughout the state. Oh, oh, wait a minute. So the, the treasurers that you guys hired and you say, oh, they worked for Ted Budd's campaign. But these are treasurers. They're just money people. And so they've also worked for Democrats around the state, too. And they were recommended because they're just good treasurers. Isn't that interesting? Although it makes sense, the reporter says completely objectively to Lopez, that unity slate candidates may have been advised to use Patton and McMichael as treasurers, but it still raises concerns. No, uh, no, it doesn't. They're literally, literally just, just doing the campaign finance forms. Lopez says Democrats usually use Act Blue. Yeah, that skims off the top and feeds other Democrat candidates and organizations. And I suspect that's what they're really butthurt over. Hey, so real quick, hurricane season is here, and this is your reminder to check your emergency supplies. You should have a three-day supply of food, water, and medicines, minimum. And Carolina Readiness Supply can help you get started or expand your supply. Food, water purifiers, lighting, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, camping and hiking supplies too, because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you can use for any kind of emergency. Whether you're an experienced prepper or you have no clue what you're doing, or maybe you're somewhere in between, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you in Waynesville and always at carolinareadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply, will you be ready when the lights go out? Uh, last little bit here from the uh, Queen City Nerve, qcnerve.com headline, local Democrats raise questions about CMS unity slate. It's actually only one local Democrat that they quote. So that's a, hang on a second. I'll just I'll make that correction for you. I'll just edit your piece. No, it's, it's just Democrat, local Democrat. Uh, raises questions about CMS unity slate. And because uh, there's nobody else quoted in this piece except Jennifer De La Hara. And uh, Carolina Forward, which is totally a nonprofit, nonpolitical, nonpartisan organization, whatever. It's a leftist rag. Anyway, Carolina Forward, they're the ones that are raising suspicions against the Unity Slate's affiliation with Moms for Liberty. Ah, now we're getting somewhere. What's this association? What's this affiliation? Carolina Forward later removed... Moms for Liberty's logo from its post in response to a report from the president of the Mecklenburg County chapter of Moms for Liberty, Brooke Weiss, claiming they actually have nothing to do with the unity slate. Well, that's some solid work there, Carolina Forward. Solid work indeed. Throw out that accusation. Turns out not to be true. 
and then you just remove it from your website. A little bit of stealth editing there. None of the Unity Slate candidates have endorsements from the Mecklenburg County Democratic Party, which has thrown its support behind incumbent Lenora Ship, Liz Monterey, who got the uh, Charlotte Observer endorsement, and Monty Witherspoon, who also got the Charlotte Observer uh, endorsement. By the way, the, uh, uh, the Observer also endorsing Shamay Haynes. Also a Democrat, so all three Democrats. I know I'm, I'm as surprised as you are, but Annette Albright took to the Facebook and uh, responded uh, to some of these uh, charges, these accusations. She says, we hired a campaign treasurer that came highly recommended by several candidates. Joe Patton, one of the people that, she, that they hired, is a former employee with the State Board of Elections and decided to open his own business, as many others have done. Joe has worked on Republican and Democrat campaigns as a treasurer whose only job is to, pre- to prepare campaign finance reports. That's it. All right, what about the uh, Anadot, the, the, or AIMDOT, whatever, the software program which tracks campaign donations? She said, we didn't choose that. That's the software that Mr. Patton uses. To suggest that Anadot only takes Republican donations should tell everybody how far-fetched the accusations are that were put forth by Carolina Forward. How would a software program know who's donating Republican money and who's donating Democrat money? I challenge all Democrats that are reading to go to my campaign website and donate, and then please tell me if your donation is refused based on your party affiliation. That entire allegation is outrageous, she says. I think that's a, I think that's a perfect response, by the way. Like, I will prove to you, Democrats that this is not a Republican uh, donation platform. You go and make a donation and tell me if it's rejected, because I guarantee you it will not be, I will keep your money. (laughs) Give me your money. Um, She says, I am registered unaffiliated, have been since 2017. Before 17, I was a lifelong registered Democrat. The accusations from Carolina Forward are being pushed by former school board member Carol Sawyer and current board member Jennifer De La Hara, who are pushing for a candidate of their choice who will hold the status quo. Carolina Forward is nothing more than a far-left Democrat social media trolling machine. That is true. That, that is true. Like I said, don't know who she is, but I like her. I like her spunk. She did not get the uh, observer's endorsement, which that actually might help her in some precincts. And I will give credit to the uh, the Charlotte Observer's editorial board, not for the endorsements, uh, whatever. Um, it's the um, they do make a reference to the Carolina Forward piece without actually having to you know name and shame their fellow leftists, right? They say. Uh, First, they say public iteration or previous iterations, sorry, previous iterations of the board suffered from chronic missteps and a public facing posture that was often aloof and sometimes bordered on arrogant. I think the sometimes that they are talking about there refers specifically to the times they were speaking. Um, Fourteen candidates have raised their hand for three at large spots. Some Democrats have claimed the unity slate is a camouflage uh, for a team of Republicans, 
The evidence backing that accusation is thin. They, I mean, yeah, they dropped the hammer on. Actually, they don't tell you who's spreading it. They say it's speculative accusations. And that's as close as they come to calling out their own for spreading lies about Democrats. Because those are Democrats. Yeah. Just so you know, that's who you can count on. Thank you.